All right, we are live. How we doing, y'all? Welcome back to the Seven Generation Podcast. This is your host, Dr. B. And I'm just sitting back here, drinking a little bit of coffee. Um, really enjoying that new intro music. And one of my students put that together for me. So pretty happy with it. Anyway, so my last episode, I wanted to talk about the Savages MC. And I didn't get to it because I I wanted it to be just a really quick check-in. I hadn't done an episode in a while. And I wanted to talk a little bit about my TikTok journey. And just things have been going on. Um, in my life and I wanted to get to the Savages MC and talk a little bit about what that movement is all about but I didn't get a chance to even really get into Savages so I thought I'd do a quick episode here and talk about the Savages Motorcycle Club which is a new club that just came out and as most of you all know, I am a member of the Pacific Savages MC. Pacific Savages have been around for nearly 20 years now. You know, it's a Polynesian indigenous club. And Pacific Savages have just done an outstanding job of growing over the years. And when I first met the Pacific Savages, I was really um, interested in their movement and I really like what I saw when I first met them and I met some of the the founders but top from bottom Pacific Savage is just an outstanding MC and uh, I was lucky enough to be able to make it into the club and I've been enjoying my journey really from day one you know it's not always being it's not always easy being in a motorcycle club but it's definitely always interesting (laughs) it's always uh, an adventure and so i have just really enjoyed my time as a member of the pacific savages and the organization decided that they would uh, create uh, an additional club called the savages so i'm a member of the pacific savages and now we have the savages mc and that's been in the works for quite a while long before i even came on board and I, I don't want anybody to get the idea that I, I created the Savages MC. I've been a, a big supporter of this move to create this new club. But it's really, it's just growing our organization, growing the empire, as we like to call it. And so it's not about creating a support club, the Savages MC is not a Pacific Savage support club. This is a brother club. It's equal, equal um, to one another as brothers. And we all share the same lane. We all have uh, very similar ethics, morals, values, life ways, and so forth. So Pacific Savages Motorcycle Club obviously is not going anywhere. The Savages MC is just our empire making another chess move and kind of shaking things up a bit. So there isn't a lot of um, 
I think organizations in the motorcycle club community that have done something like this and the Pacific Savages have always just kind of done things their own way, which is something that I have a lot of respect for when it comes to the empire. The empire just, you know, decided to, you know, create something that was in line with uh, their indigenous Islander values. And of course those Islander values align really well with uh, Native Americans and indigenous peoples here uh, on Turtle Island, which is what we call North America, if you don't know what Turtle Island means. So the Pacific Savages have been really open to bringing in Native Americans and other indigenous peoples besides Islanders. And I'm one of those, those individuals that have been welcomed into the club, and I feel very blessed to be a member, very humbled to have the opportunity to to be a part of the organization, considering just how it runs and how it operates, uh, being an independent club is not easy. Being an independent club in an area where the Pacific Savages started up in the, the Bay Area makes it even more difficult. So uh, they had a lot of challenges as an organization. And if you want to know more about the history, if you want to know more about Pacific Savages, you can check out the episode that I released with them, I don't even know, three, four years ago now. And it's a really, really great episode. And some some great leaders in the Pacific Savages MC. I mean, that's one thing I do think that makes the, the club um, very, very strong is that it has really great leadership. It's not about one individual. It's not about, you know, one person controlling everything, telling everybody how to do things and basically dictating everything. The Pacific Savages, the the entire empire has really strong leadership, some really strong personalities, and also very independent-minded people. And so, and you might think, well, you know, independence, being an independent-minded person maybe doesn't really work well with being an MC, but uh, I think it does in this case because, um, you know, you're allowed to have a lot of autonomy in the club and you know, you can do what you feel is best for your chapter, for your tribe, for the people that you represent. And I, I really, I, I really like the autonomy that they give their members. Um, I mean, obviously, there's rules to follow, but there's rules in in life. When people say I could never join a motorcycle club because there's just too many rules, and I'm like thinking to myself, well, there's rules in everything that we do. You can't just do what you want to do at your job. I mean, even if you own your own business, there's certain things that I own my own business. I can't just do what I want to do. Now, I have a lot of autonomy, obviously. I have more autonomy if you own your own business. But I don't have so much autonomy that I can just break the law. There's rules. There's norms that I have to follow. So there's a lot of you know bikers who I think they, they're, they're critical of motorcycle clubs or what have you because of the rules that we have. And we do have a lot of rules. But there's rules in life, and that's just the way it goes. So just like anything else you do, there's always going to be some kind of rule or rules that you have to follow. So, but my my attraction to the, the empire was always just their independence, and it just fit well with my personality. I always felt like uh, when I, I saw the Pacific Savages doing their thing, that it was something that was a good fit for me. And I was lucky enough to become a member um, now with this new organization is basically the same. Everything is pretty much the same. You now we have a new, new patch and I'll talk about the patch 
how that came about. But basically, everything is is the same same organization. Um, you know, obviously, there's going to be some differences, and some of those things I can't really even get into because it's really it's our organization, and you know, there's some information we don't give out. But basically, same lane that you know we've created a lane for indigenous bikers, and the Savages MC is just another way to bring more people into our family, into the Savage family, to the Savage Empire. So that way, more people can be able to enjoy the things that we enjoy as Pacific Savages, as Savages. And so for the bikers out there who don't want to be in a, a traditional motorcycle club and want to do something different, something that fits in line with their values, with their cultural life ways, whether you're Islander or you're native or you're a Chicano biker who is really interested in your indigenous life ways, this is really a good, this could be a good fit for you. It could be. It's not always a good, because this, this is not for everybody. And what I mean, mean by that, it's not that uh, motorcycle clubs aren't for everybody. We That's obvious, right? Motorcycle clubs are not for every biker by all means. But even if you are a biker and even if you are uh, interested in a motorcycle club, this motorcycle organization or this biker organization, whatever you want to call it, the Empire Pacific Savages MC, Savages MC is not for everybody. You do have to be a particular kind of person. And we do want particular kind of people. And we want strong leaders for one. And we want people who can stand on their own. That's a big part of being in our club. You have to stand on your own two feet. And you can't be asking for favors from other clubs to come and take care of you. We take care of ourselves. We take care of each other. And we're not looking for handouts. We're not looking for other organizations to, to come to our aid if, if we, we need it. And we want to have good relationships with everybody. We want everybody to, to um, you know, have a general understanding of, of who we are and what we represent. But that's about as far as it goes. And, of course, showing respect to everybody. Our organization does follow, you know, MC protocol in that way, showing respect. Uh, but at the same time, we're not going to we're not gonna, uh, uh, bow down to anybody. We're not going to um, compromise, like, who we are as, as men uh, to, to try to fit in. We're not looking to fit in to any particular uh, MC culture. Again, we've created our own lane, a lane for us. And we give respect, uh, to other MCs, um, much love and respect to everybody out there. Every individual try to give respect to everybody. And we're not, you know, out there trying to cause trouble or anything like that. Not saying that anybody else is, but we're certainly not. That's not how we roll. So the savages is a great opportunity for, indigenous bikers, Native Americans, uh, to to join our movement and to have a, a place. And we've uh, uh, created this lane. Now, this is very, very new. I mean, we're talking about less than six months old. And, and so it's going to take some time to see where this goes. But I'm really excited about it. I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to the future. I think we have the right people 
right now who are trying to push the movement. And there's always going to be some controversy, obviously, even within our own members, people who don't understand. People are going to think, well, why are we doing this? This doesn't make any sense. We have Pacific Savages. Why do we need another motorcycle club? But again, this is, you know, the the Pacific part of it. And this is where I think I try to explain to people is for, for a lot of bikers, you know, the Pacific part of it, they, it may not resonate with them, especially if we're talking about moving into Oklahoma or, or Texas or wherever. And I'm not saying that we're in those areas. I'm, I'm not giving out that kind of information. But what I'm saying is, is that, you know, some people have never even seen the Pacific. <laughs> so for us, where we're living out here on the, on the West coast, you know, it makes, it makes sense for, you know, obviously Islanders who are descendants from the Pacific makes sense for those of us live here on the West coast. So savages opens up the door for other natives and our supporters and people who support this way, this movement and are, are brave enough to, to be able to live and walk this way in the MC community. It's a chance for them to be able to, to have uh, uh, what we have to be able to enjoy what we have. So where it goes, uh, I don't even know. I mean, I have my hopes, obviously, and, and you know, a, a vision that I see. Uh, but you know, at the same time, you just never know. And there's always going to be bumps in the road. There's always going to be um, issues that come up. But, you know, what I can say to our members who are a little skeptical, just give us some time and, and you know, have an open mind. Let's, uh, you know, think um, about, you know, how we can build this organization, make it better. And if this is a way that we can do it, then we should all be supportive of it within our organization. And whatever bumps in the road that we hit, well, we've hit a lot of bumps in the road. We're not trying to make it easy. We're, we're trying to do something people haven't done, trying to live the way that we want to live and do the things that we want to do. We shouldn't be afraid to try something different and, and do something that is going to potentially be really big for our organization. So, so who knows? I mean, where, where this savage MC MC may take us. I mean, I'm hoping that it'll, it'll be big. And I think it's going to be big. It's going to take some time. It's going to take a lot of effort. It's going to take a lot of cooperation. It's going to take a lot of uh, creativity, all those things. But Again, that's kind of what makes our organization, I think, one of the best organizations out there that I've ever been a part of is the fact that, you know, we're, we're doing our, um, doing our thing the way that we want to do it. So, but, um, but yeah, this is a very exciting movement and I'm, um, happy that I had a chance to be a part of it. So I was asked to to participate some and and obviously if it if it entails bringing more natives into our club I was all about it. So when I heard about this and what the purpose was behind it, of course, of course I was just like, let's go. Let's give this a shot. Let's see how far we can take this movement. And so I was and I was super super excited to see uh the the effort to try to put this together and and the fact that it's come to fruition and it's out you know savages are out they're out there and um 
I'm going to tell you where, but they're there. Um, if you want to know more about Savages or Pacific Savages, we do have a website, uh, pacificsavages.org uh, or pacificsavagesmc.org. So you can reach out to us there. We have an IG, TikTok. And of course, you can reach out to me directly, 7 Gen Podcast on IG or Merciless Savages on TikTok. And then you can inquire about both both organizations. So, but yeah, the the patch, let's talk a little bit about that because that's always like a big thing that, um, you know, when you're doing a, a new club, it's like, well, what's the patch going to look like? And and I, I really do love the Pacific Savages, uh, the whole patch setup. I, I've, I loved it from the first time I saw it. And um, obviously, I'm super proud to wear that. Every time I put it on, I, 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 every time I see it, whenever I see pictures of it, our brothers out there riding with with our Pacific Savages patches on, I just man, it's just I love our patch setup. And I really wanted to see that the the Savages patch setup would be very similar. Obviously, not the same, but very similar. So it is. It has a very similar setup. It's a very similar look. And, um, you know, with the Pacific Savages, with the top rocker says Pacific Savages, the bottom rocker says mainland, mostly, mostly. There's some other bottom rockers you might see out there. In fact, I wear a bottom rocker that says Turtle Island. Um, just a, one of um, just a couple of people who wear that for Pacific Savages, myself and my one of my brothers. So... For savages, the top rocker is savages. The bottom rocker, not for all, but for some of the the um, the members, it's Turtle Island, and of course that represents North America. So don't get it twisted. We're not claiming North. Nobody's claiming anything. We don't claim territory. That's not what we do. The Empire does not claim territory. We just claim to represent our communities the best way that we can the best way that we possibly can to help to assist to be available and of course to ride to ride our motorcycles to be proud of our culture to be proud of the color of our skin to be proud of the way that we look all of that that's the whole point of our organization is that you know they and that's why we use that term savage because we were called savages when colonizers arrived, whether it was in the Pacific, whether it was in Hawaii, the islands, wherever, they referred to us as savages. And this is the story of colonialism. This is the story of settler colonialism. And so we've taken that term and, and, and we have a, made it our own. And the way I like to say it is like the savage term belongs to us now. So yeah, I'm a proud savage. And so now we have the Savages MC and a bunch of other natives out there who want to come on board or have a motorcycle and want to give it a go. Now we have options for you. And there's some people maybe look at our movement like, oh, it's mostly Islanders. And it's true. It's mostly we have a lot of Islanders, a lot of Asians. But the reality is, is that um, we're indigenous peoples and we have a very similar outlook life ways value system all that and so for us to to come together is just going to make us stronger it's just going to make us uh, 
healthier. And so that's what, that's what the movement is all about. So that savage term, that is a, a term that was used to demean, to disrespect, and to tear us apart. And we've reclaimed that term now that we're using that term to, to build our communities, to um, do the things that we need to do as indigenous peoples to protect our culture and to be able to pass on to the next generations the things that we hold dear, you know, our languages and our customs and the things that we feel are important to us. And so, yeah, savage love. <laughs> so, um, so let's talk more about the patch here. I actually have the uh, the patches, and I I think you know if you're listening to this, obviously you can't see it, but if you're um, watching this on YouTube, I'll be streaming this um, on uh, my YouTube. Well, streaming right now. I'm actually live on YouTube on two different channels. And then obviously it'll be there forever so people can come check it out and, and watch the episode. But if you're listening to this on Spotify or another platform, you can go to my YouTube channel and uh, Dr. B Teach Sociology or Seven Generation Now and you can uh, check out uh, the patch because I'm going to grab the patches here at least to uh, show you all. Give me one second. All right, so I have uh, the patch, at least I'll show you guys here. I can hold it up, and uh, you can kind of see it there. So see the top rocker is Savages. The bottom rocker is Turtle Island. So um, if you want to take a look, um, a look at you know some of the pictures you can go to our IG as well you should follow um, us on IG it's savages MC and we're trying to build up that page so we got um, a small following but like I said we're just getting started here but the the center patch is actually um, some artwork by by Doug miles Douglas miles is San Carlos Apache artist and he's also a good friend of mine and we asked him to uh, design help us design uh, the center patch and so this is basically his artwork here obviously with input from us and i'm not going to give all the details of um you know what the patch means um but um has a lot of uh, cultural significance and like I said, I'm really excited to, to see where this goes. I'm going to put the, call it a toco. I'm going to put it down here. I'll show it one more time. All right, so uh, Douglas uh, Miles, he was the one who who designed uh, the patch for us. 
And big shout out to him. You should be following Doug on IG. He's an outstanding artist. He's been doing doing the good work for a long, long time. And um, really excited that we had a chance to collaborate with him. And he helped us out uh, with the artwork for our patch. And I'm super, super stoked to um, to be able to work with him again. So nicest MC jacket I've seen. You know, honestly, like I look at it, you know, me, sh you know, showing it here because we do have some people are watching this live, me holding it up and showing it, it looks great. But let me tell you, when you see it in person, when you see this patch in person, I was, I was, um, at a, a Savage and Pacific Savage event this past weekend. And, um, when I saw myself and one of our, our other ECs, one of our other chiefs, we were looking at the patch and, and man, I was just so, just so happy with how, how it came out. I just think it's just a amazing, um, amazing job that, that everybody did. There was a lot of people, by the way, I am not, um, I'm not the, the one who designed everything. There's a lot of input by a lot of different people, a lot of people involved in this to, to make that whole patch design come to fruition and, um, you know, I'm just happy that I was a part of that in, in some small way, but, uh, but yeah, Doug, he, he really just, man, he just did, he just did a really great job and, you know, I didn't give him a lot of time to do it. <laughs> I basically hit him up and, and told him, Hey, I have a, a project for you if you want to take it on and I need it done as soon as, <laughs> as soon as you can get it done. So, but, um, but yeah, so I'm really, uh, really happy with this. And again, I, I, the Turtle Island bottom rocker has a lot of significance to me as a Pacific Savages. I, I, I wear that Turtle Island bottom rocker, and I think the majority of the Savages will wear Turtle Island. So, and some may wear uh, Mainland, but we're all one, and and that's the thing. I think that's what. Um, I want people to know is that Pacific savages and savages, we're basically, we're brothers. There isn't one club that is, um, above the other. Now let's just make it clear. I mean, Pacific savages have been around for nearly 20 years. Pacific savages have a lot of history. Pacific savages have been through a lot of ups and downs and have had to do a lot to get to where they're at. And so we need to acknowledge that all the savages that are coming into this and all the savages who are going to wear that patch need to learn about Pacific savages and need to learn the history and, and do their best to know as much about our organization and our roots uh, as, as they possibly can. And I'm still learning, you know, I always pick up something here and there, talk to a member who's been around for a while. I always try to ask questions too. If I, if I, talk to a member who's been in the organization for a while. I'll just ask him about, you know, what it was like when things, you know, kicked off and whatnot. But yeah, savages, savages should be, um, um, a great opportunity for other folks to come into our empire and our organization. And, uh, Help us take this to another level. The learning never ends. That's right. 
the learning never ends. Like I said, some people making comments uh, here on my live and it doesn't ever end. It's one thing I'm always learning. And, you know, I'm always learning about this uh, MC world that we live in as well, which is always really, really interesting. So Savages Motorcycle Club, gave them kind of do a quick recap here, is not a support club. It's equal to Pacific Savages. And it's about growing our family. It's an indigenous movement. We have brothers in our organization from all over the Pacific, from the Hawaiian Islands to Guam, Chamorros, Samoans, Tongans, and <clears throat> a lot of Filipinos as well in our club. And so now hopefully we'll have more Native Americans who will be coming in. And we have, just so you guys know too, um, Native Americans don't have to be in the savages. We have Native Americans who are in the Pacific savages, like myself. And we have um, Islanders who may who may be a better fit for savages. So it just depends on the fit, depends on the location and, and where somebody feels like, oh, this will be good for me, or, or maybe uh, in their area that all there is is Pacific savages and they feel like, hey, it's something they want to do. So... And there's a lot. There's a lot to this. Obviously, I'm just giving you everybody the basics. I mean, I don't have the right to talk about um, the ins and outs of our organization. I'm just trying to to just give people a basic idea of why we have the Savages MC and and there, if there's some kind of confusion about it, and which I'm sure there is. People see it like, well, hey, the patches look really similar because they do. Patches look when you see the patches side by side. I think it looks really cool when you see our patch Pacific savages and you see a savage and you see them there. It looks really, really cool. So, and so I can't wait to see a bunch of savages and a bunch of Pacific savages on the road, uh, just flying down the highway, wherever. So somebody asked, what do I ride? I ride an Indian challenger 2021 and just got it out of the shop. Just had it serviced, just had my back tire replaced and my drive belt. So I'm broke now. <laughs> it's an expensive, it's an expensive thing. Owning a motorcycle is expensive, let me tell you. Uh, it's fun to ride, it's fun to to be out on the road, but man, it certainly is a very, very expensive hobby. For me, it's not really a hobby, it's I just call it a lifestyle, but <clears throat> But yeah, so if there are people who are interested in knowing more about us, and again, it doesn't have to, you don't have to be interested in the joining the club, just being interested in uh, supporting us, supporting our movement and being a part of it in some way, or maybe there's an event you want us to go to, feel free to reach out, especially if we're on the West Coast, reach out. I mean, we're all over from San Diego all the way up to Washington. So if there's an event you want us to go to, if it's a Native American event or if it's a uh, Poly Islander event or something going on in the community, maybe wants to come out, support it. Uh, we're definitely open to that. And like I said, we're about the community. That's our whole point is to be about the culture. It's like we, we call this like a culture movement. So we're trying to promote our cultures and to protect 
you know, the sacred, protect what, what we've been protecting uh, since 1492. And so that's the, that's the goal is to, you know, protect our culture, to think about not just our generation, not just ourselves, to think about our communities and to think about the seven generations coming because that's, you know, part of our philosophy too is the seven generation and thinking about them and being concerned about uh, the earth and being concerned about the welfare of our children, the welfare of our communities. And um, if uh, nobody's going to take up that responsibility, then we should, right? We all should. And so that's kind of what I feel the savages and Pacific savages are all about. It's just, you know, bettering ourselves as human beings, becoming um, better people, learning about our culture, also getting out in the community. And then, of course, having fun, having a good time. That's a big part of it is we like to have fun. That's the whole point for a lot of brothers is that, you know, life has been hard for a lot of us. And this is a chance for us to get out there, enjoy our lives, get some, we call it wind therapy, have a good time, relax, and enjoy our culture, be around people who are like-minded. You know, a lot of us, we're in that grind every day. We go to work and we can't really just like be who we are as indigenous people. So when we get together, it's just us celebrating our, our life ways. So it says, wish I would have known we just had, uh, okay, yeah, Cal State, um, San Bernardino, okay. Man, we would, in the future, just let us know, and, and we'll come out. I mean, I'll, I'll make it a point. If I have enough time, I will definitely come out. Uh, let's see, do you have, uh, somebody has a question here, do you have any ties with, the Indigenous MC Club Red Rum in Ontario. Um, they support and protect a number of protests out here. Uh, no, <clears throat> we don't have um, a, a lot of ties with them. Of course, we know who they are. Uh, we're a little different than that organization. Um, in fact, I would say we're a lot different. Um, but um, yeah, we're very, very very familiar with them and they're where I live uh, they're out here and I, I don't I rarely see them out this way but I know that they have a lot of members in Canada which is a place I would love I would love to to get us out in Canada at some point in time I think savages would be a great MC to see riding around Canadian territory so Let's see here. Do I have a, a copy of the time walking papers? No, I don't. No, I do not. So, but yeah, this is, um, this is, you know, oh, what's going on? My man, David, he, he just pulled up here. Um, how you doing, my man? So I was talking about you, David, in my last episode. So again, like I said, if you're listening to this later on Spotify, uh, this is streaming live right now on YouTube, and I'm going to upload it to Spotify and Apple Podcasts, all those different platforms later. But my last episode, David, I talked about you and 
talked about my gym and how I couldn't, I couldn't do my gym without you. So anyway, David Thole is one of my, my best friends and he's, uh, uh, been just in, incredibly supportive. So Meredith Quinn's work. No, I need to, to take a look at that. I'm after I'm done here, I'll, Maybe do a little bit of research on Meredith Quinn's work, time walking papers. But yeah, the, the Savages and Pacific Savages Motorcycle Club um, have a lot of uh, great uh, uh, work ahead of us. And I think we're going to uh, be very, very successful, <laughs> to say the least obviously. So, and I'm going to put in as much work as I can. <clears throat> as long as I'm a part of the organization, you know, nothing is guaranteed in the future, but as long as I'm a part of the Pacific Savages and I have a chance to to um, help out with Savages, obviously I'm going to do everything I can do to, um, you know, offer up whatever I can in terms of uh, knowledge or, or whatever. So I'm um, just going to keep, um, keep pushing the movement on my end and I hope all of our brothers do the same because I think it's um, it's imperative that we all take uh, responsibility one of our sayings is you know we're our brother's keeper and I think we you know holding ourselves accountable is if we're a part a part of this organization we want it to be the best then we you know we have to put in the work so and, and I'm all about it as long as I can as long as I can do it. And I don't, you know, take anything for granted. You know, anybody who knows me, I always talk about not taking anything for granted. And I do my best to really work hard on um, making sure that uh, whatever I can do, whatever, um, you know, free time that I have that I can put into this, I'm going to put into it. Bird singers and fry bread at Morongo today. Oh, man, cannot go wrong with that. Enjoy your day, and if you need us in the future, just reach out, and we'll be there. Man, bird singers and fry bread, what a great combination. Let's see. Hey, Dr. B had a question. Was there any tribe in the U.S. that were involved in during the Civil the Civil War? Oh, yeah. I mean, there are all kinds of um, <laughs> during the Civil War. I know we're getting off topic here going from savages to the Civil War, but, yeah, there were actually – tribes who fought on both sides which is kind of interesting so yeah some tribes were split as well some tribes were pro-union some pro tribes were pro-confederate so you know just uh um depended on the community and where they were located and you know there's a lot lot to history that's really confusing at times and i know some learning some of that history just kind of tripped me out but yeah, there were a lot of tribes involved in the Civil War. In fact, Stan Wadey, this is um, this is a historical fact. And please correct me if I'm wrong about this, but I, I believe this is historically factual that Stan Wadey was a Cherokee general during the Civil War. He was a Confederate general, and he was the last general to surrender. So a little bit of history there. Also, General Grant, he was the one that oversaw the Union forces, at least one of the generals, one of the most important one, ones. And, of course, he became a future president. One of his best friends was Native American. 
and I cannot think of his name off the top of my head. If somebody knows, please (laughs) remind me. But anyway, he was Native American, and he drafted the surrender agreement, the surrender agreement that was signed at Appomattox. Yeah, for Appomattox. I don't know if it's for Appomattox. But anyway, when Grant and Lee, they met up, it was um, General Grant's really good friend. And there you go. Uh, he was Seneca. Eli, please tell me his full, his full name. He was Seneca. I knew he was uh, Six Nations. Is it Eli Parker? I think it's Eli Parker. Yeah, I guess I could look it up right now. I mean, I'm in front of my computer. <laughs> it's Eli Parker. So that's right, Eli Parker. I think he he was Seneca. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, but anyway, Eli Parker, he drafted the surrender agreement that was signed at Appomattox. And um, he was a really good friend with, with Grant. And I think he really influenced Grant quite a bit in his policies, his so-called peace policies. And I'm not saying Grant was like this great president, treated natives well, because that's not even true. Yeah, his last name was Parker, Eli Parker. But anyway, he was, um, he rode with Grant. He was his right hand, one of his right hand men, men. So anyway, what time we got here? We're about 41 minutes into this podcast. And I think I accomplished my goal. I'm um, going to sign off here real soon, but I appreciate, uh, all the listeners. And again, if you have any questions about Pacific savages, again, I'm not talking about people who want to become members. We don't recruit. That's one thing I'll say this. We're not recruiting members. I mean, we want people to come to us. We want people to, to want to be a part of our organization and we want people to, um, to join the movement because they want to join them because they like what they see. We don't go out there trying to recruit anybody. That's not, that's not how we do things. We don't have to recruit because I think our organization speaks for itself, but, um, <clears throat> so what we do do though, is that, you know, we talked about our organization when people are interested. So, um, so yeah, Let's see what else we have here. But yeah, anyway, if you want to know more, um, just looking at the chat, if you want to know more about Pacific Savages or Savages MC, or if you want us to come out, reach out. Again, you can follow uh, Pacific Savages on IG, TikTok. There is a website. And uh, of course, you can reach out to me on uh, Seven, Seven Gen Podcast on IG, our Merciless Savages on TikTok, I'm always open to answer questions in regards to our organization. It is at least whatever questions I can, I can answer. So again, I really do appreciate all the listeners out there. Let's get my outro music going right here. I like that beat. So this is a Seven Generation Podcast, and I'm really um, happy to share a little bit about my life with you all and the things that I do and things that are going on with my, my, uh, my club or things I have going on at my gym or just, just life in general. So, uh, appreciate, uh, the support that I've, I've had over the years and doing the podcast. And, um, well, I said this in my last episode, if, if you did watch it 
on YouTube. It's streaming already. Um, thank you. I appreciate that. Much love and respect as well. Thank you, cousin. Um, I know I'm not very, very consistent. I just do the podcast when I can. That's like the key. I always hear that whenever I, I read up on, you know, how to grow on social media. You always got to be consistent. But I always say this, you know, I have a full-time job and then I run the gym and then, you know, club, family life, all of that. So I do the best that I can and putting out the con the the best content possible. And I don't always have the free time, but uh, when I do and I can put content out, I'm really happy and um, I've had a lot of support from a lot of people. Um, I am very, very thankful for that. So y'all take care. This is the seven generation podcast. This is Dr. B. Go support the Pacific Savages MC and the Savages MC. All right, y'all. Later. Thank you.